Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. The number one trait that separates those who are successful from those who are not is being coachable. It's being trainable. It's setting aside the ego. It takes all of that. But that number one skill set is being coachable. We're going to get into this today in this episode. Uh, just a story that I was telling when I was speaking to a group and talking about some experiences in life when I was coachable, trainable. It's not always easy. It's not always comfortable. But again, the number one thing that separates those who get it done from those who do not is being coachable. So lay your ego down and I hope you enjoy this episode. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. I think if you look backwards for most of us, if we're teachable, if we're open, if we're searching. It's like Napoleon Hill says in Think and Grow Rich. When one desires a thing, the thing presents itself. One of my favorite other books is um, Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea, the Zappos story. And he talks about um, this in in Greek mythology. um, There's always, when you need a hero, the hero is always present, right? I think it's just that philosophy. But one of my other mentors, Dan Sullivan, always says, the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the brain is looking for. So when you're hungry and you want to be mentored and you're open those mentors will come along. When one desires the thing, the thing, the thing presents itself. And so when I, even, even when I think back to, uh, his name was Ben French and he was probably one of my first mentors. I started working at Denny's when I was 15. And man, this guy taught me so much about just life and business. And, you know, there was a, there was a, there was a Saturday that I was actually working and I was a bus boy when I first started. And there was three of us on a shift. And these are the kind of things that, you know, stick with me forever. And, and I don't know if everybody thinks this way, but it's those learning lessons that you can learn something and let it impact you and change you, or you can just wax over it and and just realize not, not even realize that that was like a life learning lesson. But it was a Saturday and I was on duty out front at a certain bus station. The restaurant was divided in half. And so I was a front busser on the left and another guy was a busser on the right. And then there's a guy in the back doing dishes. Well, when our shift's over at two o'clock, I get my area all cleaned up and I go into the back and like the dishes weren't done. And the other two busers are gone. And Ben comes over and he says, hey, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm, I'm done. Like my shift's over. And he said, well, these dishes aren't done. And I'm like, well, that wasn't my station. And he's like, listen, you're going to be okay with just walking out of here and leaving this mess for you know the, the swing shift boys. And I was like, well, this wasn't my shift. Like I'm not the one that's okay walking out, leaving that. It was it was Jim or Bob or whoever it was. And, and he, he pulled me aside and he said, listen, it's these little character moments like this that are going to determine whether you're successful in life or not. And you staying here and getting these done, that's what's going to separate you from the rest of the guys. So get your apron back on and get to work. And I was like, I was pissed. Like this wasn't even my thing, but you know what? I did it. And I've had so many conversations with Ben French around that um, since then. When I fast forward just a couple of years later, I had left. um, He actually went and started a different restaurant and I was working in a different business and then I ran into some problems with drugs and alcohol, which is another story we can get into if you want to. But, um, you know, when I finally started getting my life cleaned back up, I went to Ben and he took a, you know, he took a chance on me, even though he knew that like I had been involved in meth and I was in jail and, 
he knew, he knew quite a bit about me. And yet still he took a chance on me and continued to mentor me. I would go out to his house and we would shoot bow and he taught me how to hunt. It's just these little things that, you know, if you put yourself in the room and you really take advice from these mentors, and that was when I was a teenager, by the way. Um, but I think that's been the one thing that's kind of really separated me apart. I mean, even when I started my business, I was so clueless. You know, I was a plumber by trade. Like I didn't know anything about accounting, sales, marketing. I didn't uh, HR, like leadership. I didn't know any of that. And so even from the beginning, like I spent $120,000 that first year in business on consultants and and people coming into the business to help me grow that business. And that's probably why, you know, we ended up growing at the rate we did. We were on the Inc. fastest growing companies in America in 2009. Um, I ended up with over 100 employees. We sold that business in 2014. But every single, like, minute of the way or every moment, if I need to take my business to another level... It's it's the who not how conversation that Dan mm -hmm. Sullivan and Ben Hardy talk about so much. Like I can see that going backwards. I'm like the dumb kid in the corner. You know that saying, like, if you want if you're the smartest guy in the room, you need to find a bigger room. I just was so naive that I found the best industry coaches and I just did exactly what they told me. It's those people that, you know, poured into me. And it's those moments when somebody told me what the next step was and I just did it. Those are the life-changing moments that we need to be paying attention to. And it, every time I look backwards, when there's a pivotal moment in my life, there was somebody there telling me what to do next. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.